The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. think winning is only a matter of chance think again we bring you sports gaming strategies and information that changes outcomes Keep it here. and get the winning edge this is the sports grid radio network you're listening to sports grid late night with gabe marinci on sports grid radio sirius xm channel 204 scumbags Let's rage sports rage with gabe marinci rage all you want Level two, the late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Sirius XM, Channel 204. The Olympics have begun, and the NBA Finals have concluded. As Giannis goes off 50 points this evening, we went over some of his incredible accomplishments uh, earlier tonight, uh, but... This is um, this is something that uh, is interesting. Giannis in 2013, when he got drafted, said, I want to be an NBA player. Uh, Giannis, so far since 2013, two MVPs, a finals MVP, defensive player of the year, a most improved player of the year, five-time all-star, five-time all-NBA, four-time all-defense, and now NBA champion. It's not, not bad. So it's not bad. You got to wonder, does he have more in him? You know, it's not like they're a dynasty or anything like that, but – uh, Giannis, you know, I was one for the ages. When when you look at um, when you look at the company uh, that Giannis uh, joined uh, tonight by scoring fifty points, I you know, listen, man, we hit the over thirty two and a half. If you tuned in to game time decisions, I said he's going to end this series with an exclamation point. You know, that's you know what I mean. Like he was destined for greatness. I don't, I don't like really. There's no reason to think that he wasn't just going to come back and win this series. So, as we stated earlier, according to Elias Sports Bureau, over the last 50 years, only two players have scored 33 points in the half of a finals game, Giannis and Michael Jordan. Giannis scored 47.6% of the Bucks' points tonight. That's the fourth highest in a finals game in the shot clock era. The only other players with a higher percentage during that span, Michael Jordan and Elgin Baylor. Giannis is the seventh player in NBA history to have 50 points in the NBA Finals. The last two, LeBron 2018, Michael Jordan 1993. As I stated, I've got the idea right now, and I want to cut of this though, Giannis, is 
Space Jam, you know, uh, European version. Yeah, I mean, you got Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, LeBron, now you. All right? Man, look, uh, man, Giannis is, I can imagine Giannis's merchandise right now. It's going crazy. Um, so Giannis, the seventh player, to have 50 points in the finals. He's the first player to have uh, 50, 10, and 5 in a playoff game since blocks were first tracked in 1973 or 1974. Um, yeah, like we said, I, I can just, I can sit here all night. Elias Sports Bureau, Giannis, the first player to record 30 um, point halves in a single NBA finals over the last 40 years. Giannis is the first player with 40 points, 10 rebounds, and five blocks in any playoff game since Shaquille O'Neal did it in 2001. Prior to Giannis scoring 20 points in a quarter twice in a series, the last player with 20 points in a finals quarter was Michael Jordan in 1993. Uh, Giannis gets his 12th um, game this postseason with 30 points there or more and 10 rebounds. Tied with Elgin Baylor for second most in single postseason NBA history. Only Shaquille O'Neal has more. Right up there with the all-time greats and joining Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the only other champion in Milwaukee. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Messi. Shout out to our AM radio affiliates. We're kicking it. We're picking up the pieces of following, watching greatness uh, this evening. Fun series, fun NBA playoffs. Hell of a run uh, by the Phoenix Suns. The wheels fell off, and there was nothing really they could do about it. But you got to give credit to the Suns. They showed some heart tonight. Every time Milwaukee started to pull away, Phoenix responded. And I'll tell you what, Frank Kaminsky, uh, Frank the Tank, Frank the Tank actually balled, man, in that fourth quarter. He was making plays. But ultimately, Giannis, you know, Giannis is a difference, guys. As great as Devin Booker is, Devin Booker's a scorer. And we saw, I think Devin Booker took it to heart, the criticisms and, you know, the lack of assists. So I think Devin Booker almost forced a couple of passes tonight. I think Devin Booker, he's a tough kid. You can tell he's a tough kid. But he needs to toughen up on the court and not complain after every play, especially in the NBA Finals. You want to complain after the whistle, go up and bitch. But you notice Booker on every play, mid-play, would like, oh, I got hit, I got hit, and the play is going on. And this is the NBA Finals, son. Like, this is the real deal right now. And they were mugging each other out there, and they were getting away with it. But you notice every time Phoenix, there was one, too, and Van Gundy brought it up. It was like all ball. P.J. Tucker got all ball. Devin Booker's complaining. It's like, bro, it's like the little boy that cried wolf, right? If you complain all the time, the refs know you're complaining, and these guys are soft. Talked about it earlier when uh, when Cameron Johnson fell down and wanted the play to be stopped. Uh, Devin Booker crying all the time after every play. There was just, you know, they weren't, it, there wasn't enough intensity. And Monty Williams brought it up earlier in the week about mental toughness. But I will say that they did show a lot. It was just, you know, what are you going to do? You had 65,000 people outside the arena. You had 17,000 people inside. And you have a Greek freak that was just unstoppable. Um, that scored 50 points in, in an epic fashion. You know, dude, the guy scored 47.6% of their points uh, tonight and wins the MVP as predicted on this program. Cash it, baby. Now the question is, what do we do with the money? Do we roll it over on the Olympic goals? Maybe some NFL futures? Maybe a little bit of both. Skirt, uh, 
Speaking of Olympic futures, let's see what McGinnis has up his sleeve. The late night anger match for class. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Okay, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. Thank you, Bobby. Bobby Riggs. Bobby! Bobby! All right, we got Andrew McKinnis on deck right here. Is Crown Chatter on hold? I don't know. We're asking, we're, we're asking a lot here. We've got te- yeah, we got problems. Good job at this. You're holding this thing together here. I like it, though. We're, we're on a backup system. All right, so hold on. McKinnis can hold on here. So let's bring in uh, – got to get to uh, to McKinnis, but uh, Crown Chatter calling us in the middle of the night. Uh, we've we've got to get him on. The legend himself, Crown Chatter, steps up in the Hall of Famer. Clam Chowder. What's going on, Chowder? Hey, how we doing? How we doing? Marvelous Gabriel Morenzi, Greek the Freak. Opa, opa, opa. How do you like that, Chowder? I was on board, buddy, and, uh, uh, you know, you called it last week. We said, tell us that the Milwaukee Bucks are going to win in Greek, uh, and they did. And uh, I'm happy for Giannis, happy for the Greek fans as well. I know he's extremely popular. The guy's like massive. Him and Luca. Luca came on in popularity in Europe, but people don't realize how big Giannis is in Europe. Great guy, Giannis, huh? Stays in Milwaukee. Humble guy with his family and stuff. I saw a documentary on him, Chowder, a few years ago. And I don't know, maybe he's moved, but dude, the guy was living in a condo. 
Like he wasn't, it wasn't in some mansion or something like that. He was living in like a condo, like with his family, like his his wife and his like his girlfriend and his parents type thing. Uh, for as far as superstars go, this guy's humble as hell. Uh, but uh, yeah, congratulations, Chatter Greeks. So tell us, give us something in Greek here about the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis. Tell us, Giannis is the best in Greek. Oh, oh, Yanis Marcino, oh, Kalitros, Pekiske, Astopos, Neta Milwaukee Bucks, Ine Elinaraske, Apo Nigeria, Ala Ine Megalos, Metinerada, Opa, Opa, Yanis, Antecupo, Zito Elas. Very good. Like it. Like it. See, we're, we're, we're multilingual here on this show. So let me ask you, uh, Chatter, because I see we've got Jazz in the chat here. And I, I'm thinking, oh, boy, Chatter, I saw you were upset on Twitter. But, hey, listen, you know Jazz is a great guy, Chatter. He's not one of the parasites and maggots out there online. He's a great guy. Uh, he was just uh, having some fun in the chat, Chatter. I don't think there's any reason to get too upset about it. He's apologized. I think. I think. Uh, are you good now? Can we all move on now? Well, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she, she said that. Yeah, yeah. I was only joking, and I love you. But I responded back. There shouldn't be any problem if you really mean that by apologizing. That's all. He did apologize. You know he means it. You know. You know he means it. <laughs> No, no, it's like me saying, hey, I love you, Gabe. I was only joking. I asked for an apology. Yeah, but I believe he did apologize on Twitter, right? He did. And you guys will see each other. (laughs) You'll see each other at the 20th anniversary. You can have a drink and uh, and celebrate each other. No, no need. Like I said, there's some bad people out there, but uh, he's not one of them. Oh, I can't believe! I can't uh, believe I got to defuse this. I got to defuse a jazz chowder uh, confrontation. I know, I know, I know. But maybe she has some uh, uh, residue because I slept in his bed in the hotel, and uh, yeah. <laughs> no, and I ate I, too many. I, I ate too many fries. You know, uh, uh, I thought she's all good. She's all good with that. <laughs> he was all right. I don't think he's upset about any any you eating too many fries. I think I think that's all right. Uh, yeah, he did sleep in his bed. You were naked in the bed, Chowder, I believe, right? Uh, that that was yeah, yeah. Well, I, it's understandable. I had taken a shower and it was freezing. I I I couldn't sleep on the couch. <laughs> it's all good, Chowder. It's all good. My favorite story is still the time that. I told Chowder he could take a nap in a green room at the Score Television Network. I never thought of the cleaning people walking in at four in the morning, right? And they did. Yeah, me, me, me either. You know, like I, I, I kind of felt kind of tight. I had to like uh, release a bit my belt there, and you know, kind of loosen up a bit, like Kramer. Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're freely, and I'm. Loving it. Yeah, hey, I, I understand, Chowder. I, I understand. But uh, listen, we love you, Chowder. Hey, you, know, you know it's all good with Jess. So it's all good, Chowder. 
We have another Greek on CF Montreal soccer team, the goalkeeper James Pan Tempest from Kirkland. All right. All right. Let's let's uh, hopefully the, the Greek magic continues and they win a championship like the Greek freak, uh, Chowder. And football season's around the corner, uh, Chowder. Football season's around the corner. You feel you liking your Patriots oh, this yeah, year, Chowder? Buffalo, Buffalo Mafia, look out this year. Uh, yeah. We're not going to end up on the outside of the playoff scene. <laughs> and Casey says hi. Said he picked a great night to join us. Said here's the legendary, the Hall of Famer, Clab Chowder. Lisa says hi. And one of your biggest fans, Kyle Hamburg in Atlanta. You know, Kyle, Kyle hey. in Atlanta's got your back. He wants to beat Jazz up hey, now. Kyle. Hey, Kyle, I love you, man. I love you, my brawler champion. And Lisa, I got a new name for you. My sweetie, hottie, hypnotizer, eyes girl. No more cowgirl stuff. She is. She's sooner. She's sooner. Boomer sooner. All right, Chatter. So uh, take us out here because we got to get to the Olympics. Any Olympic predictions for us, Chatter, on the way out here? Uh, Olympic prediction. Well, uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the way stuff are going over there in Tokyo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's gonna be the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the judo, 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 judo. All right, you got some judo picks. Good stuff, Chatter. All right, listen, Chatter. Check in later in the week. Check in later in the week on Friday, and uh, we'll iron everything out, and we'll start planning the 20th anniversary party soon, Chatter. All right, sounds good. Marvelous, Gabriel Morenci and Sports Rate, Sports Grid, and all sports. Let's all have a great of my secret creamy sauce. Keep on climbing, chattering. Feel the passion. Opa Zito Elaps, baby. A crocker. Opa, we're going to get Pete Yiannopoulos on, Chatter. Another, another Greek later in the week. Clam Chatter. All right, see, Chatter wasn't, uh, Chatter wanted to call in, celebrate the Milwaukee Bucks uh, win. We'll get to McKinnis uh, here. Uh, we've got Andrew McKinnis getting ready to, uh, to step up and in. And, you know, listen, um, um, we've got, um, <laughs> we've got, there's always feuds. And Kyle Hamburg, Kyle, our boy Kyle in Atlanta, he loves stirring the pot. He's like, yeah, Clam Chowder versus, uh, versus Jazz. Uh, that's what you get, Jazz. I told you, Jazz is a smart ass in the chat. He's finally paying the price for it. I think I was I was nice. I tried to talk Chowder. I, you know, I don't want to see Chowder hey, blocking people and stuff. <laughs> Andrew Andrew McKinnis steps up in it. How you doing, McKinnis? What's up, Gabe? Doing good. Uh, big game tonight. I'm sure you were happy about it. I know you uh, you called the four straight, man. Congrats. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, it's been a nice little run. We had Kalamori Kawa at 35 to one on on Sunday as well. Uh, in the golf, nice to hit Giannis uh, with with the MVP. But I didn't see the final score. But I know we didn't win by ten. I'll tell you that. Um, I lose. I'm 0 and 1 with the Olympic match tonight. USA women's softball team playing nine and a half runs, man. Played nine and a half runs. Last I saw it was two nothing. Somebody gave me the final. Yeah, two nothing final score. Two nothing. At least they won. Wow, they got problems. They only beat Italy 2 nothing. Bring it. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. insights and expert perspectives you need to win and here's more good news it's free so stay tuned and get the winning edge this is the sports grid radio network you want some of this don't you yeah well you need to know the winners and i know the winners so call me now whoa five dollars for the first minute two dollars for each additional minute you have reached the coaches Line. Line. Yeah, lay it on me, coach. In the game of my MA mm-hmm. versus Sin. Cincinnati. Sin. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Not. Cincinnati. Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? Late night anger management class. This is Sports Ridge. I am Gable Morency. We're kicking it. It's the Twisted Tuesday, and the Milwaukee Bucks are the NBA champions. Giannis goes off for 50. Bobby Porter is 16. Middleton hit a bunch of big shots late. Holiday missed. Holiday is crazy. Holiday's hitting like big threes, and then he's tossing air balls, right? And Holiday's all over the place offensively. Uh, but, you know, another, another strong game. Just an all around great team performance from the Milwaukee Bucks. Credit to Giannis, credit to Budenholzer and the organization, and especially looking at era guys in the league. In which players always leave, and um, and oh, I can't win here. I'm in a little bigger market. I can make more money in another market. Get bigger shoe contract, you know, and and, and all that stuff. Um, and uh, it's refreshing, even though I wanted Giannis to go to Toronto. Uh, but as we stated, you see Toronto win the championship, Milwaukee win the championship. It gives hope to any city, really. I think in the NBA that if you get the right players. You can win the championship. Now, Andrew McKinnis, wager talk with us. So, McKinnis, speaking of winning championships, the Montreal Canadiens fell short in winning the championship. And, you know, I had bought in. I had high hopes about the team and stuff moving forward. 
We'll see where, where what the roster looks like when, when this shuffle is done. But what do you think about the expansion draft tomorrow? And do you think that the Seattle Kraken will take a crack at uh, Carey Price and actually take on that big fat contract? I don't think they will. But do you think they will? I don't think they will either, but I think they're they're not going to you know take it lightly. They're considering it. I think that it's an option out there. Uh, I, I felt the same way as you. I saw one of your tweets that I thought it was quite funny that right after they made it clear they were going to have him exposed, they started to say you know the surgeries he was going to get, the injuries he has, and that kind of stuff. So you know I, I don't think he'll go. Uh, as far as the expansion draft goes in general, Gabe, it's, I'm excited about it. I think it's really yeah. interesting. And I think that you look back to the Las Vegas Golden Knights, what happened to them in their inaugural season, the league doesn't want that to happen again. Or the league does, but the teams don't. They're being a lot more careful. Uh, they're being cautious and a lot more strategic. I mean, there's, you know, these guys aren't dumb. You know, I find it really funny, the same people that were making fun of uh, Mark Bergevin for paying Price this much and the same guys that were saying he, you know, was overrated and couldn't do anything are now the exact same people saying, you know, how much of a clown Bergevin is for putting him out there. So I think it's a strategic move. I think it would look bad for sure. It would be very anticlimactic if that's the (laughs) way he leaves. That's kind of the word I've been using, Gabe. Like, it'd be very, very weird uh, if that's the way he goes. But uh, I think that you got to look at it like this. I mean, I think Bergevin's done a good job. I haven't liked what he's done for some moves, but we have to give him some credit for them getting here. Um, But, you know, it's going to be great. And would you agree with me that the teams are being a lot more strategic and careful than they might have been last time around. Well, I don't well, I don't know what do you mean strategic and careful. I think maybe they're well I don't well if if you look at it, you know, like uh, you know, when I was a kid, I just thought trades as a trade, you know, this guy for that guy, but then you start looking into the money, uh, you know, it's a lot it's a lot more different than just, you know, this guy for that guy. Well, put it this way. I don't think no, I don't ten and a half million dollars, right? I don't, I don't think it's more strategic now, per se. Like, I don't really get that point, but because as you're saying, what, like before they didn't care? No, like they've always cared. The GMs have always cared about who they're exposing. I think, McKinnis, the difference, in my opinion, is they've been through it now. That's the difference, bro. And I think it's a good point that you stated that you're right. I think it pissed a lot of teams off, right? And, and honestly, look at, like, look, I'm old, McKinnis. I'm older, and I remember I was actually there that day. For whatever stupid reason, you can't make that up. Uh, but I used to live right near the Montreal Forum, and it was when I was a scalper and stuff. And I'll never forget. It was like a Saturday, and I was like, I left like I, I partied all night. Let's just say I slept at someone else's house. So I was like, I, I was walking down the street, and I was all like, I was sort of still drunk type thing. You know what I mean? You wake up the next morning, and you're still kind of drunk. And I was like, I was like, man. And I was just sort of, I, I was a bum. Like, I didn't do anything but party, sell tickets, and play in a band. So I remember I got a couple of beers. Like, literally, like, I was walking down the street drinking a beer at, like, 11, 12 in the morning. And McKinnis, word of no lie, there was, like, an effing band coming at me. Banging drums and stuff like that. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's the Ottawa Senators. It was their inaugural draft, Yashin. They took Yashin. <laughs> so it was the inaugural, it was, it was the inaugural, whatever. Like, it wasn't an expansion draft, but it was the, the NHL draft. So Montreal, and then it was Ottawa's first year. And I actually went in. I was like, yeah, what the hell? Some scalpers, like, you want to go in? I was like, yeah, all right. 
And then we were sitting all to, next to all the players getting drafted and they're, they're all, all the puck bunnies that were chasing them and stuff. It was it was a good time. But I was just going to say, like Ottawa, dude, in the old days with Kenneth, bro, you could protect, like if there was 23 guys, 20 guys on the team in the old days, I think you could you could protect 18 of them. And it wasn't by position, McKinnis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It was like, it yeah, was like, yeah, listen. Different. Yeah, we only have to expose like two of our worst players here, and like terrible. Like that's why those expansion teams sucked when they started. But that was Batman. He wanted Vegas to do well. He didn't care about Ottawa. Well, he wasn't even. It was, you know, what I mean, new thing with Vegas. So you're right. I think you're bang on though about other GMs, and I get what you're saying. I'm not going to say more strategic, but now they have experience and not getting gouged as much like Vegas did to them. Yeah. And I think there is more gamesmanship. And I also think because what Tampa and Vegas did with the salary cap, you see teams are already in this mode, right? The Canadians. Hey, look, no, the Carey Price can't play, right? Like, they, they, if that's the rule, then that's the rule. Yeah. Everyone's going to be out. Oh, no, he's out for three months. Like, you know what I mean? He's not playing. Like, it's going to be one of those deals. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at Shea Weber. Uh, people were getting mad that the Canadians were already thinking about doing the exact same thing, but I'm actually concerned he might not actually play hockey again. But uh, to kind of just expand on what I was saying, it's more so like this. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights, besides Marc-Andre Fleury, and they had a great defensive core, don't get me wrong. If you look at the forwards they got, Gabe, they were a lot of guys that were kind of the, you know, third liners and, and got, you know grinders, that, that kind of stuff. Like, they weren't really any... Um, you know, showstopper, highlight real players. A lot of people actually had their, like, coming out parties with the Vegas Golden Knights. So what I kind of meant by strategic was more so just, like, being careful who they just let go and think they're not worth anything um, and, and being more concerned about the salary cap because teams that are expansion packs or exp- expansion teams, they don't want to spend a boatload of money on a couple of different players because they're new. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think an expansion team wants to spend a bunch of money on a few players. Yeah, no, now it's different because it's now Seattle is under pressure. Before, you could come in and suck. Now you can't because now Vegas, Vegas set this bar pretty high. And the fact of the matter is, no, they're going to spend money, bro. The fact of the matter is, is... Call, uh, they, look at all the players, like uh, Landeskog from Colorado. Uh, look at, you know, they can get Carey Price if they want. I don't think they're going to do Carey Price. And I wouldn't do Carey Price if I was them either. Like, there's no there's no point in doing it to sell a few jerseys. You're already selling jerseys. Like, you don't, you know what I mean? spread the money around, Gabe. They're not going to spend it all on, like, three players is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying they're not going to spend money and try and win and be a good hockey team. I'm just saying they're not going to, like, spend it on a few guys. Well, how many they, guys spend it? Spend it they want to start from... How many guys yeah, get they able to start from the defenseman? Exactly, exactly. They want to start from the defensive core is what they've said. They want to get a good goaltender. They want to start from the defensive core. Um, so maybe they will. I, I, I just. Well, what I just do you think? think? Really You're going to sign two defensemen and sign, sign like spend eight million dollars. <laughs> no, they're going to have to win. No, they're, they're under pressure. They're no, going to have to win. I, I, believe me, they're going to, the most money they they spend early is going to be on defensemen. But what big-time defenseman can they spend money on? Uh, you're putting me on the spot. There's a few out there. I can't remember exactly who they're going to go after. No, the guys, the guys they're going to get. Giordano, Giordano is 100% a lock. He's a shooing to go there. It's not big money, but he's going to go there for sure. 
Yeah, I know, but that's the point. Like a guy like Cal Foot and stuff, these guys, they make $4 million and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not so, like you're saying, like, they're going to say, yeah, sure, they want to build their team from from the inside, from the, you know, the back line out. I get that, yeah. but it's not like they're signing Bobby Orr, bro. Like, oh, yeah, we're using our money yeah. on defense. Like, yeah. who are they going to sign? Like, they can sign guys in the expansion draft. Yet. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, like, what does Mark Giordano make? Like, wait, how much money does he make? I think he's he's like 6.25, I think, something in that range. I was looking at it today. I, I did a big discussion about it today. I was looking at it. So, let me ask you this. What's your reason? I wouldn't you pay him that sign price. I wouldn't pay well, I wouldn't pay you think shouldn't sign the price? Because they're be on the hook for $52.5 million. And I don't think they have a problem in spending money, but it's not wise money to spend. Like what? What? But like Carey Price. Carey Price on a really good team and stuff. Okay, but Carey Price isn't going to get a carry you on his own. Look, Carey Price has been on bad Canadians teams his entire career. What has it done? Nothing. Right? Like, there's no need. I'm just saying, there's no need to spend. He makes ten and a half million dollars a year, bro. Like, you want to talk about like cutting yourself money. off? Yeah. Like, I would rather just give Landeskog the the eight million. What the hell? What the hell? Everybody wants. You need a face in a franchise. You need to sell jerseys. You need to put someone's game. name on the back. Boy, he's been a captain, this kid. He's been a captain for years. All right, Morgan McKinnis on the other side. Hopefully he's got some Olympic predictions here. The late night anger man the class continues. Play it. Even if the last sport you played was tag. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Some people get their information from just anybody. Friends, co-workers, horoscopes, gum wrappers. If that's you, Dude. what are you doing? Credibility. It's a thing. We're your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.
You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Come on, you stupid horse. I got my last ten bucks on you. No, don't look at me. Run. No, don't come over here. Uh, oh, boy. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. We're talking Seattle crack and hockey. Wow. I guess it's getting real. ESPN's getting real as well. It's uh, the Seattle crack and expansion draft going to be on ESPN. They got Marshawn Lynch, uh, Bobby Wagner, Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, Sue Bird, bunch of Seattle, Lenny Wilkins, bunch of Seattle legends going to be announcing the players just talking about Carey Price and whether they would or wouldn't do it, they're not going to do it. They're going to take, um, they're not going to pay $15 million a year for multiple goalies. Carey Price is 33 years old, and I love Carey Price. I love him. But Carey Price is more of a playoff goalie than a regular season goalie. And like I said, so he's not the type of guy that you could say, all right, we're going to pay $10 million a year to, and at 33 here, and he's going to play 55 games for us. He'll get worn out. I think Carey Price with Jake Allen resting a little bit. Um, and, and, you know, and, and, and he is a great. He plays better in big games, Carey. He just does. But it's just way too much money. You were talking about not wanting to spend money. It's not smart money. Like, it's not like, you know, he's not. He's a great goalie, but you're on the hook for $52.5 million. Like, he's owed this money for another five years. Like, does anybody believe that Carey Price has five years left in him of elite hockey? No. Like, does he have, like, how many years? And I do believe that he does have a lot of injuries catching up to him as well. Like, he's had a ton of injuries over the years. Like, I'd say he's kind of an old 33. So I don't think they go there, McKinnis. But to me, Landeskog has to be the guy that you sort of, you know, he's a great player. He's been a leader before. He's experienced. Um, you got to pay him. Uh, but... You're getting a big-time player here that you can you can be the face of your franchise. Tarasenko, I would pass on. Tarasenko, I would pass on, even though he makes like $7.5 million a year. I don't want any part of uh, that. Uh, talking about players like Palat. Uh, Palat on uh, on Tampa, McKinnis. He only makes $5 million, one-year deal. That's like a perfect type of signing right there. $5 million right there. I don't think I don't think they I don't think they'll do Vance Reemsdyke because he's making seven million dollars a year for two years. I wouldn't be surprised if they went after Yanni Gord though here as well, McKinnis on Tampa. Another I guy. Think only, I think they take Gord. I think yeah, Gord. He only, makes, he only makes five point one six mil a year. He's under contract for four years, so you basically have him under control. You could trade him down the road. Five mil, because like you said, dude, it's, it's 2021, McKiss. It's not like the salary cap's $20 million. Like, they got to sign players. So, you know, Yanni Gord is interesting. Uh, you talked about the defenseman. You know, Cal Foot, Tampa, um, I think they're going to go after it. I'll tell you what, Vince Dunn, another young defenseman. St. Louis Blues, uh, I think the Kraken go after. So, I think those are some of the players that they'll sign, McKinnis. It's going to be really interesting to see. And look, the whole point I was making is that I'm just saying they're not going to try and build a Toronto Maple Leafs team because I know you're not saying you like the type of Leafs team that they've built, you know, with paying two guys that are unproven, you know, $10.5 million. 
uh, all I was saying was it just kind of spread it out a little bit. You have to pay guys, like you said. There's no denying it. Some people are going to have to make some money. I'm just saying, don't go throw three, you know, uh, three guys, you know, a lot, a lot of money that, have, that don't deserve it. But I agree, a guy like Landeskog, if he lands with Seattle, he's going to get paid. I think you have a great point there. Uh, and I was touching today on his leadership abilities because to me, that is what's really underrated with the new team and, and trying to get that locker room. I actually covered a, an expansion team in hockey before, and they always talk about that the morale in the locker room, um, you know, taking care of the younger guys, having a leadership uh, role. And the funny thing is, Gabe, though, I, I think that Landis Gog is asking way too much from Colorado. Uh, I'm curious if it's just like a negotiating tactic or it's actually what he wants because. To me, I think he's a great guy, but when it comes down to it, you have to pay goal scorers. I, I think I always talk about depth with you and two-way guys, defensive forwards, but you know he's played with some terrific players. He isn't even the top three best player on the Colorado Avalanche. So how can how can you give him that much money? You can't. Um, I I you won't be like he's not as good as Nate McKinnon. He's 28 years old, bro. He's got a lot of hockey left in him. He does, I can understand. Kale McCarr is going to got has to get paid soon. A lot of these guys yeah, have to get paid soon. Rantanen's on a pretty team friendly contract. McKinnon's oh, on I the most team friendly contract the NHL has ever seen. But that's not Seattle's concern. That's Colorado's concern. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I know. That's, no, that's, that's, that's not. That's that was unrelated not, to Seattle. Yeah, like that's not like Seattle. They they if they don't like, I'd be shocked if they don't take him, McKinnon. Absolutely shocked. If they don't, whatever they got to, they have negotiating rights with them, right? Does he get the so C games? Like goes there. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they have negotiating rights with them. So it's like I don't think they have to like take them. They have like he's an unrestricted free agent, so they have to come to terms with them. Yet I think they will, and they, like I said, they have exclusive rights. Um, they have exclusive rights as well. All right, so let's get into the Olympics uh, here a little bit. I'm 0 for 1, even though whatever, I'll take it. I got them on the future, so whatever, they won the stupid game. But I got to tell you guys, this is something you know very interesting to keep our eye on moving forward about how the odds makers don't know what the hell they're doing, right? And if they did, the USA wouldn't have been minus 9.5 tonight on the run line against Italy as the Olympics have started and the U.S. women's softball team beats the Italians 2-0, even though the Italians were all basically American-Italian girls that played NCAA baseball. Um, but it was a 2-0 final score only, kind of an eye-opening result here. I was less uh, than impressed, but I did hammer Dawn today, and I gave them 10 picks in it for the Olympics. I dove really deep into this stuff, guys. I put a lot of work into it. I'm hoping to win like seven of them. They're all pretty much nice plus money plays. What do you have for us as far as the Olympics are concerned? Because Merrill said you're, you're going on with them tomorrow to talk about the Olympics. So you better, what do you got? You got something? I'm super excited, man. I'll, I'll give you a future right now. And, uh, you know, I hate to give a favorite, but uh, it doesn't matter. It's a winner. It's a, it's a winner. Uh, Poland plus 190 to win the gold in men's volleyball. Poland, they're healthy now. Uh, they had a player that wasn't able to play with them for a lot of times at the nation tournaments. It's going to be them versus Brazil. The, the pools have been separated where it's pretty much set up for it to be a Poland-Brazil final. A lot of the nation league tournaments, it's been Poland-Brazil in the final. It's been set up like that for a long time. Their team is complete. The coach has literally gone out there and said, it's, it's, you know, it's, if they don't win the championship or they don't win the gold medal, he will quit as the coach. 
they have their outside attacker back. He is unbelievable. Pretty much blocks aren't even aren't even visible for him. He's very skilled at getting around the blocks. It's told he has very good chemistry with his setter. And there's one middle middle blocker that he barely even hits the ball, but he has a very good reach over the net. And I just think Poland matches up really well against Brazil. Brazil seems to only have one or two guys that make contact. And for me, I do play-by-play commentary for volleyball, and I do a lot of, you know, I'm, a, I'm quite a bit of a stats guy for volleyball. And I think that the biggest thing for volleyball is you want to have the kill percentage. You want to have some guy that can get up there and finish a rally. And it seems to me like Poland has a lot more of those guys than Brazil does. They're a little bit more scrappy. And when it comes to this tournament, I think Poland's finally ready to take that step uh, and win the gold medal. So it's not really a juicy prize game by any means, but Poland oh, nice. is going Come, to man. win the men's volleyball. Oh, great breakdown. Yeah, it's great that you know volleyball. That's some great stuff. Um, because, you know what, I actually, and, you know, I, I talked today about the women's volleyball, and I think we could take the same approach here, McKinnis, actually. So you just talked about it. The groups are set up this way. So, look, Poland's plus 190. Brazil is plus 300. You take them both, you're making money. But you put more on Poland. You think Poland's going to win. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you take the both. Absolutely. Like, the, the other one is the Russian Olympic Committee. They're 8-1. to one. There's a big drop-off. France, 8-1. to one. Men's volleyball, for whatever reason. The U.S. is better at beach volleyball than indoor volleyball. Uh, you know the U.S. women's team has never won a gold medal in indoor volleyball before. It's crazy. Um, so, as you stated, like, and you, you, you seem to know what you're talking about here. And I know I knew about Poland's dominance too. So Poland are plus one ninety, Brazil are plus three hundred. They're on a collision course. You take them both, but you put more on Poland, and you're guaranteed to win, McKinnis. And I feel the same way about the women's, in which it's going to be China versus the USA, bro. And China's plus two hundred, and the USA is plus two forty. And like you said, it's not like big fat payday, but you take a plus two hundred, you play, take a plus two forty, you can put more, more or less on whatever one if you prefer. You're going to make money, McKinnis. And I think China and the USA are on a collision course as well. I like where you're going, Poland and Brazil. I'm happy you feel the exact same way about that. I, you know, it's, it's funny. There's a lot of different teams. And usually when you bet futures, people just are so in love with these big prices. Uh, but what do we always say? I mean, uh, you're betting 6-1. to one. doesn't matter if it's, you know, 7-1, to 8-1, to 20-1. to one. It's a losing ticket if it loses. You know, it doesn't matter how great your value was. If it's a losing ticket. And and I think Poland's a great team. And like I mentioned, I think that when you're playing in these tournaments and you're not playing just like match days, um, fatigue is a huge factor. Like when I'm interviewing some of these volleyball players, Gabe, after games, they have ice around their shoulders and they have ice on their knees. Like if you can't end a rally quickly um, over time, it will hurt you. Maybe not in that game, maybe not in your next game, but in the game after that, it will hurt you. So you know, in volleyball in the Olympics, we're going to see spreads and we're going to see totals. And I think it's going to be a really good opportunity to early in the tournament take unders and bet the favorites on the spreads. But later in the tournament, to kind of look at these overs and, and look at betting these dogs for a lot closer of matches. Like, look at the, the, the opening game um, for Poland is against uh, Iran. And I will 100% be looking at yeah. the under as far as the total is concerned. Under 141 points, uh, I believe it's at around minus 120. And you can also bet Poland to win um, 3 nothing. you know, three right. straight yeah, bets. They don't want to mess around, Gabe. Well, they don't want to mess. You know, I, I'm not, that's the thing. Like, I, I like the under, but I think that 3-0, it's not the best price. But 
you know, they're going to win like 25-16, 25-15. There might be a little yeah. bit of a lull when there's, uh, when there's the uh, technical timeout. But other than that, I just don't see it. You know, I think that they're just, there's too much. I mean, there's a player, Gabe, on Poland. He's known as the Ronaldo of volleyball. <laughs> I don't know if you're a big Ronaldo guy or not, but this guy yeah, like finishes it. off plays. I like it. Uh, there's a woman but on the like USA game. What in the men's? In the uh, women's. In, in the women's? women's. I think women. They, yeah, they have a lot of returning players, and that's huge. They have a lot of experience. They've been playing in a lot of. I like teams that have been playing together a lot, not just like thrown together. And besides having a new setter, which that could worry me because of chemistry. Um, everybody is, is returning. They're outside attacker. They're opposite hitter. So if they have good chemistry with their setter, it seems like, like you were saying, it's kind of the same system. It sounds like kind of weird to say, but if you take both these favorites, I might even put a little more on USA, <laughs> even though they're plus 240. I just think that they can, yeah. they can beat China this year and they can get it done. I tell you, they're on a collision course, though. I was reading about China. They've got uh, Ling Pang as their coach. She's like the, the most one of the most decorated volleyball players ever. She's like multiple gold medalists, and now she's the coach. But they didn't do well in 2016, so they're on a mission right now. And they're playing great volleyball. I put a lot of work into the track, too. I'll wrap up with McKinnis on the other side. We'll see if he's got anything else. But excellent breakdown, McKinnis. Great stuff. Thanks for the volleyball breakdowns. Excellent. More on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Every day, sports happens. It never stops. And neither do we. Get the expert perspectives you need. Strategies and vital information you won't get anywhere else. You're listening to the home of the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. I love the volleyball breakdown from Andrew McCann. It's great stuff. 
Uh, my Olympic previews continue. Like I said, we were with the Hammer Don crew uh, today. Great time. And it continues. We're reunited. It's been a long time since I've uh, done a hit with Pat Mayo, as I will be going on the Pat Mayo experience tomorrow with Tim Anderson. And uh, we're very excited. Pat's very fired up uh, for the show. We look forward to it. Uh, yeah, Pat Mayo, myself, and Tim Anderson will discuss Olympic best bets tomorrow. Should get very interesting, and I'm sure uh, some other stuff will come up with Andrew Cuss uh, as well. And uh, and Pat Mayo, so check that out. We'll be posting the links. So, uh, McKinnis, you gave us some great insight to the volleyball. Anything else? Uh, anything else catch your eye in the remaining two minutes here? That's about it, Gabe. I just wanted to reiterate about those totals for everybody about volleyball because, uh, like, you know, I do a lot of know. national betting for it. Hey, you're sticking to what you know. I like it. <laughs> it's true, Gabe. I'm, honestly, I'm not going to be tampering around too much. I'm probably going to bet some soccer a little bit. I've been I've been loving betting soccer lately, I'll be honest with you. But, uh, what about uh, yeah, baseball, bro? You bet, on the KBO. Gets... you bet on a KBO. You got KBO players in, 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 in the Olympics, Japanese Baseball League, too. You're not going to bet any baseball. I may take a look at it. I just honestly, Gabe, don't want to break anything down or give you any picks for something I haven't researched yet. That's just the truth. Uh, I've looked at the volleyball. And uh, I I just want people out there to to look at some of these big favorites. And instead of betting these money lines or spreads, bet the unders. Look at some totals, and uh, we'll make some money betting Olympic volleyball. Uh, You know what? I'm going to put it in right now, McKinnis. Not even playing around. No joke. Men's volleyball. Poland. Plus 190. All right, let's go. I've got a V. V keeps uh, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling, V. I like it. McKinnis ain't playing around. He's not like, yeah, I got water polo, and I got this, and I got that. That's what I did. I came with everything. But I got quite the portfolio. We'll share someone on the other side. I think we got Crash in Los Angeles going to check in. Uh, VR Pipelines as well. Follow McKinnis on Twitter, Andrew McKinnis Picks, wagertalk.com. Great stuff, McKinnis. Thanks, buddy. Good to chat with you, Gabe. Thanks a lot, buddy. The late night anger management class continues. Click Poland volleyball. Let's go. You're listening to sports news you can actually use. Actionable insights and expert perspectives. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.